Yeah. Have you got that out your system? Uh, slightly. Okay. So, hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, we haven't done this in a little while, so forgive us if yeah. we're a little rusty, but life gets in the way. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, they won't know this. I mean, you guys won't know this at all. No. If you are listening, because we haven't even uploaded episode one yet. No. <laughs> so this will be And seamless. we're a year into doing these. <laughs> yeah. This would be seamless, this. Or maybe, maybe I'll leave an intentional break. Yeah. And then it will seem more natural that we are unnatural at this stage. I'm assuming we'll have seasons like the Americans. Or series uh, no. I'm like thinking the British. No, I don't think people care about podcasts in that sense. I think they just want the content uploaded as soon as it's ready. Mm. Well, I don't think they care if there's gaps. Uh, Adam Buxton doesn't really have series, and he does loads. Oh. But he, there are sometimes like you know, a few days in between them, and sometimes there's months in between them. That's why you just need to get people to subscribe, so that as soon as we upload one, they get it. Yeah. Do anyway. That, do that. Yes. Um, so, today's episode is about dreams. Dreams can come true. Not, yep. Not the bed-selling place. Uh, no. The things that happen in your head at night. Yeah. What yeah. do you think about dreams, Jamie? Um, I think dreams are strange. What do you think they mean? Do you think they mean anything? Oh, I know people that do. I mean, I think I think everybody goes through a stage in their lives where they think that um, their dreams mean something. And, you know, you get like a book or you research it and find out what those dreams mean. But then the more you research into it, the more you realise it's a pile of shit. Good. I'm glad you think so. Because yeah. I was about to say, I have never... Th- I'm, one of the- I'm not one of those people. I have never, ever thought dreams mean anything. Mm. But for the sake of this episode, that would be not a good start. So... We're, we're going to start off uh, on a website called uh, dreaminterpretation.com. Ooh. Um, and I, I've now got about 100 different things, so we're not going to get through all of them. <laughs> um, no. Of things that happen in your dreams and what they supposedly mean. But I thought we could make it into sort of a, a, a quiz type element for you, and you could tell me what you think it's going to mean. All right, yeah. So firstly, uh, what do you think it means if you dream about water? Water? Yep. Uh, I would assume you need a piss. It's your, uh, it's your, yeah. it's your um, cue to go for a wee wee shop. Spend a penny, as it were, at the wee wee shop. Um, that's very literal. Uh, yeah. Don't forget that interpreting dreams is normally a bit more highfalutin than that. It's uh, well, yeah, well, a yeah, a, a, d- a deeper idea behind it. This is why. This is why when I looked up for things, I thought it was like shit. Eventually, because I mean, it should be pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, well, I mean, this is a good start of why it's bollocks. So a dream about water can mean various things, but mainly it symbolises being either trapped or free. I mean, uh, literally completely two opposite things. So it obviously yeah. doesn't mean anything, does it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, water's a really broad thing to say as well. Like, what you're doing with the water, you're drinking it, or you're drowning in it, or you're swimming in it. I mean, yeah, just just looking up water... Well, apparently, if it's a large amount of water, it can mean that you have deep emotions or a strong emotional reaction to something happening in your life right now. Oh, that's that's totally me. That the thing is, I know I knew that this would annoy you. This would because it is under the same sort of vein as horoscopes, isn't it? And you think that's we are two trying. minutes in, and I'm already furious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I was about to say, can we not do this? Because I'm already getting annoyed. <laughs> But at least I'm on your side this time. You won't get much argument from me, so that's all right. Yeah, well, but I kind of think maybe you should have played devil's advocate and gone along with it because that would have made me more angry. Well, I mean, I can pretend. I mean, there are certain elements about it. No, I know it. the truth now. No, there are certain elements about it that, I, you know, I think maybe you can read from it. So, like, I mean, when I was when I was a teenager, I used to have, like, horrendous dreams about... Uh, well, bless you, by the way, my sister. But I used to have horrendous dreams about her like being hurt quite considerably quite often um so i was was... i say that means just you were worried about her yeah 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 you probably just didn't want anything to happen to her because i I think that dreams are literally just stuff you think and worry about yeah amalgamating in your head at night yeah so i mean i'm i'm sure i looked it up and that's what that meant when i because i was a bit like worried about the fact that i kept dreaming about like there was one occasion where i dreamt i was running down the path with my sister and she was about like three or four at the time and i fell over and she went face first into the gravel and when i picked her back up her face was all like peeled away and had gravel stuck in it oh man it was horrible it was horrendous 
So I did research mm. that, and it was a bit like, oh, yeah, you're a bit concerned. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I don't want to kill my sister. She is still alive. She's 21 now. That's good news. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember... It's weird how some dreams completely stick with you forever, though. Yeah. Because I remember one from when I was very young, and I was... Old enough that it, I wouldn't have been doing it at the time, but I was sat on my mum's lap and she was like reading me a bedtime story. Right. And suddenly, like, her face started to melt mm. and the window was open. And I remember the sky like turning red and then her face sort of fell off and she was like this big fat green alien thing <laughs> that had like quite a triangular shaped head and lots of eyes. Ooh. And it obviously scared me. And I ran out of the house and at the time my auntie lived very nearby and I went round to her house and knocked on the door and then she answered the door and she was one of these things as well. And there, there were basically all these horrible aliens everywhere. And I don't know why, but that dream has stuck with me forever. Mm, yeah. I mean, I've had dreams about zombie invasions. I had, I went for a stage of like having zombie invasions quite often. Yeah. I mean, the most... Uh, the but most... zombies are a thing, whereas that alien, I've never seen that alien before or since. But you're a very imaginative guy though. Very creative. Yeah, but well, I was young at the time, but then children are creative anyway. Yeah. But yeah, just but then now I very rarely remember my dreams. Oh, uh, I, I seem to have like repetitive dreams. I, I I tend to have the same sort of dreams the whole the whole time. Yeah, um, generally about a bit. Well, chasing is one of the ones that. Um, so I'm being chased by something. Like it varies what it is I'm being chased by. Mm. Yeah, running away from things. I do like my sex dreams. Are you, we can't uh, go an episode without it, but yeah, I've had I some great sex dreams. Gotten there yet. I know, it's been seven minutes and I hadn't talked about sex. So I thought I'd, ch- I'd chuck it in. But yeah, no, sex dreams are great. Yeah, well, I mean, I will actually go against that in that a lot of my sex dreams are normally with people I would never, ever want to have sex with. Oh. Uh, I very rarely have ones where I'm like, oh, this is good. I normally wake up and go, oh my God, why the hell were they dreaming about that? See, um, my wife might not like me very much, but... Like I, the good thing is I don't have sex dreams about people that I know very often. It's very few and far between. But I actually have sex dreams, but with people that I don't know. So they're, they're I don't ever recall their faces. I think they're faceless. It's just mostly the body. Oh, weird. Yeah, it is strange. But maybe you know, maybe I'm just a, a very sexual being, and I don't care who I get it from. Any holes are gone. Mm. Um, do you want to know what it means if you regularly dream about being chased? I mean, I say what it actually what it means. I mean, yeah, go on. It's what it's bollocks, but <laughs> okay. Um, Can I all oh, no, I'll guess it so first. Usually, it's not anything. In... Oh yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'll guess it first. So I would assume that um, me being chased by things is me um, having to deal with issues I have at the time um, and wanting to um, be away from them. That seems like the most logical thing. Um, so do you do you actually ever see what's chasing you or does it just feel like you're being chased? Uh, no, I think I do. I think I know what I get chased by when I'm dreaming them, but actually recalling them after I've had the dream, I don't know. I know that I, I, I quite often like get dreamed about uh, being burgled and someone trying to kill me. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't move on from that. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, that's, that's being chased though. Yeah, okay, fine. But, okay, so it says here, uh, this is an interesting one because it could just be that you've seen too many horror films and you're scared of someone chasing you. Now, that I completely buy. That bit I believe because, you know, that would just be you finding that scary at the time and then it kind of reliving in your brain. So you could just be reliving that. However, um, it could mean that you're worried about an issue that you've not resolved. Let's say if you're leaving that work you know you need to do for next week to dream about being chased is like your brain saying, come on, pay attention to the issue. I don't believe. See, I don't believe that. I think. I think if you're worried about not doing work, you dream about not doing the work and getting in trouble. Um, it's not very. I mean, it's not very often that I would dream about work. No, but you are. Are you ever worried about not doing stuff? Uh, oh, I don't know. No, not really. Generally, See, with work, go, I I go, I finish, and then I'm done with it. I don't really think about it very much after. Hmm. Anyway, I think it's more likely it's just you've seen it in films and things, and it freaks you out, and then you think about that. I don't think it's because you're worried about not doing stuff because you don't seem to worry about that sort of thing. No. I'm, I'm too laid back, babes, isn't it? Yeah. I'm so laid back it's horizontal or something. Yeah. I often dream about my teeth falling out. Oh, yeah. I have that sometimes as well. Yeah. Apparently, again, that's a very common one. Um, and they think 
that um, basically when your teeth fall out, it's quite traumatic as a child and it tends to freak you out. Um, and so then it's just basically your brain linking anything in your life that is scaring you or traumatizing you. So if you feel scared or uneasy when you're awake, you will dream about your teeth falling out. But I don't believe that. I generally have slight phobic things about my teeth. And I generally only dream about that when I'm coming up to having work done on them. You know, or I know I've got to have one out or another feeling done or, or whatever. Um, but the rest <laughs> of the time, I never, never dream about it. Well, also, kids, brush your teeth. Brush yeah. your teeth when you're young. Because you're an idiot if you don't. And I'm talking as an idiot that didn't brush my teeth when I was younger. And now I'm paying for it. Yeah, I mean, I've had a similar experience recently, and it's really boring, but um, I chipped my tooth last year. And, Your wife chipped um, my tooth? Well, I, it was a big V-shape in my tooth, and it slowly deteriorated over the year that I've not seen yeah. anybody about it, and then I had to call 111 oh, the other day. So I've had yeah. some like temporary filling put in that's mm. already like worn down. So yeah. yeah, really do brush your teeth, kids. It'll fuck yeah, you and up you go otherwise. and go and get it done straight away. If you if you sense a problem with your tooth, don't put it off. It's not going to get better on its own. It's not like a cut or anything. It's a big no. problem. Yeah, I mean, uh, two years ago, I finally came to the conclusion of my horrendous tooth story, um, which is uh, I was watching King Kong, the Peter Jackson film in the cinema. Mm-hmm. So that was two thousand and seven. I think five. Let me get. Let me just call it. Uh, King Kong. <laughs> you can't let well, it go, like can you? People like facts. No, no. Well, it's not me because I can just look it up later. But people listening will probably go, "Oh, what? What year was it?" And I'm saving them having to do it. 2005. Oh. I'm a nerd. Um, anyway, and I was eating some sweets in the cinema, and I bit down on my back molar, and I just felt it go. Um, and there was a bit of a dip in there. But because I really hated the dentist, I didn't do anything about it for years and years and years. And this hole just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, But it wasn't hurting, so I kind of just ignored it. Um, The thing I think now is perhaps it probably wouldn't have been smelling too great. Because obviously it's still like an open wound that picks up food and muck. I mean, I did brush it. I could brush it without it hurting anyway. The conclusion of the story was I was literally curled up on the floor in my bathroom crying in pain. Because I'd let it go on and on and on and this thing had just gone mad. I mean, by that point, I had had work done on it, um, but only like very deep fillings and stuff. And I think the filling hadn't come out. It had come out not long before, but obviously the new filling they'd put in was slightly loose and there was stuff getting in there. And Christ, the pain was mental. Mm. It literally the, the worst the worst thing I felt in my life. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so brush your teeth. And if yeah. there's a problem, get it seen to straight away. Yeah, definitely. And by the way, I've now had the tooth completely removed. Because it was that or have a root canal. And I've got a wisdom tooth coming in now anyway, where that one was. So I was kind of thinking, well, if I get it fixed and the wisdom tooth grows in that way anyway, it's going to crush the tooth. Anyway, I had it out. That's a boring story. Why didn't you stop me sooner? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode. It's entitled Dentistry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back to dreams. Anyway, yeah. So my point is I only tend to have those dreams about my teeth when I had problems with my teeth. Yeah, I don't generally have those dreams with that, though. I, I I think I just worry about my teeth in general. I don't look after them. Yeah, but that's a good thing to worry about, because teeth are important. Mm. What does it say about sex dreams? Does it say anything about sex dreams? Sex dreams? Yeah, just out um, of curiosity. Because oh, I yeah. think... Of course, you're, that's the only one you're actually interested in. Well, no, no, not really. But, I mean... Having I, sex. No, well... 17. When I looked for it when I was, like, younger, I didn't see anything on it. And I would assume a lot of people have quite traumatic sex dreams. Hmm. Okay, so it says, Our bodies are wired to want food, shelter, love and sex. This is what's kept us alive for such a long time. So our brains are hardwired to think about sex fairly often. Whenever Whenever we see an attractive person, we're reminded that we desire sex and it's pleasurable. It is. Amen. Oh, and it's pleasurable. Sorry, I read that sentence like I was an idiot. Uh, so to dream about sex... <laughs> Usually just indicates that you're a healthy adult and everything's working the way it should. Oh, Much like food, if you think about it before bed, consciously or subconsciously, you'll normally dream about it too. This is a good one to dream about because you can turn it into a lucid sex dream, which is much more fun. Do you know about lucid dreaming? No. So I'm glad that we read this one because it's led me on to that, which is fascinating. And I've now managed to do it. Wow. Well done. You're like a fucking not professional se- Not a now. sex dream. Oh. No. Not a lucid sex dream, but a lucid dream. Lucid dreaming is when you can control what you do in your sleep. Right. I haven't done it in a while, but there was a, uh, again, going back to films, um, there was a film I watched called The Big Sleep with Martin Freeman. And it was about him, basically, he really didn't like his life. 
but he really enjoyed his dreams and he basically learned to control himself in the dream world so he can basically do what he wanted and he just got a bit obsessed and was basically trying to sleep all the time it's actually quite a depressing film um well but yeah no i've, I've managed to do it a couple of times it doesn't Not surprise lately. me that you like depressing films well no you had martin freeman and simon Pegg in. i thought it was gonna be fun and danny devito i thought it was gonna be a good film but no I've, I've managed i did start learning to do it when i was a bit younger and i did manage to do it a few times i think i did but then it's it's hard to know because then it's just well have i th- been thinking about lucid dreaming when i'm awake and then because I've been thinking about it when I'm awake, I'm now just doing it in my sleep, and I think I'm controlling myself in my sleep, but I'm not. I'm just, I just think I'm controlling it. You know? Sorry, I know, I don't know what you're talking about. This this sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> Whatever you're talking about right now, you're either asleep or you're not. What do you mean, lucid dreaming? Well, you're not asleep then, are you? If you're controlling your dreams. Well, you dreams. are. Well, how can you control you your as- dreams? That's a stupid thing to say. Well, because your mind, same way you can control your thoughts. I mean, dreams and thoughts are pretty close. Yeah. Um, and even though you're asleep, it doesn't mean you can't control your thoughts. Mm. But mm, but you're not really you're not really asleep then, are you? If you yes. can control right. your you're, dreams. Right. Okay. So this is everydayhealth.com. <laughs> right. Lucid dreaming and. occurs when your mind occupies. What? <laughs> right. And I didn't hear what you said. Uh, don't worry. Okay. I'll, I'll hear it in the edit, and then I'll tell you off later <laughs> if you're horrible. Uh, lucid dreaming occurs when your mind occupies the state of waking and dreaming at the same time. Uh-huh. It's likely caused by the odd interaction of the parts of the brain that take charge when you're awake and when you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're interpreting the dream during the dream itself. Right. So are you with me? Yeah. So you, you are understanding the dream whilst it's happening. So you're not quite awake and you're not quite asleep. You're somewhere in the middle. People usually dream when they are in the rapid eye movement or REM stage of sleep. Have you heard about that before? Um... I don't know, but it sounds familiar. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll come back to that later. Mm. Uh, There appears to be a shift of brain activity as a person becomes lucid within REM. Brain regions associated with waking thought that are normally inactive during REM sleep, like the prefrontal cortex, start to activate. Brainwave frequencies normally associated with consciousness, uh, conscious thought, increase. In essence, you wake up just enough to realise you're dreaming. It's crucial to activate the frontal lobes to be awake... (laughs) It's also clear that the back of the brain, the brainstem, and posterior forebrain are involved in imagination, and that's what is involved in lucid dreaming. God, mate. And this is from uh, Dr. Hobson. I was touching myself while you were reading that. It was well sexy. (laughs) But uh, allegedly, you can do it. Well, I mean, I I think I, as I said, I think I did, but I don't know. Maybe I was just dreaming that I could do it. But there have been times when I've been like dreaming and it has been like gotten to a point where I don't want to dream it anymore and I've woken myself up and then I put myself back to sleep and tried not to dream about what I was dreaming about before. Is that lucid dreaming? Uh, yeah, well, this so this is kind of it. Well, that's kind of the opposite because the ways you can do it are you can rehearse a dream before you fall asleep. Oh, fuck visualize- off. What? What would you rehearse before you went to sleep? Okay, everybody, I'm going to sleep now. But what I'm going to do, I'm just going to picture it in my mind's eye, what I'm going to think about. I'm going to do that for half an hour before I go to sleep and then try to sleep. And then hopefully I will be able to control my dream sequences. Sounds like a lot of fucking busy work for nothing. That that was 14-year-old me. Um... (laughs) So, so you visualise becoming lucid in the dream while focusing on the intention to remember that you are dreaming. Oh, it just sounds like a lot of effort. But again, is that just because then you've thought about it and then you're remembering that thought? So are you then actually controlling it or is it just your brain still showing you things and then you think that you're controlling yourself and you're not? Anyway, and then the other things you can do are ask yourself regularly during the day whether you are dreaming or not. <laughs> and checking out the world around you to see if there are any oddities of the sort you'd find in a dream. This prepares your mind to check out your dreams in much the same way. I mean, you're going to start looking like you're a mental person, aren't you? (laughs) This this just... If you've got fuck all else to do, then do this. That's what I would advise. Are you dreaming? If there's nothing more pressing in your life, just go around thinking, am I dreaming yet? Don't know. Oh, look, there's a bird pecking at someone's head. Oh, I'll remember that for when I'm lucid dreaming no, later. No, 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 no. It's not to remember that, because that would be a weird thing. So then you probably would be in a dream. But it's basically to train your... Well, none of this is fucking normal, James. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it was. Um, but it's basically to just keep reminding yourself to ask that question. 
And hopefully in the dream you'll do it. Anyway, uh, and then the other thing, which is kind of what you were just saying, which is teaching yourself to re-enter a dream state shortly after awakening from a dream. This is usually done by remaining mm. still and focusing on, focusing on an activity like counting until you lull yourself back to sleep. Mm. It's not how I do it. I just sort of go, oh, someone was just going to cut my throat. Okay, well, I'm not going to think about that now. And I'm going to try and go back to sleep and not think about somebody cutting my mm. throat. Mm. Although it's really annoying when you do have the sex dreams and you get woken up at a good bit and then you try to get yourself back to sleep to finish off and like you can't get it back mm. again. As I said, I, I very rarely have dreams with, with sex dreams with people I want to be having sex with. Oh, but have you ever gotten it where, right, you've, you have had a sex dream and it's woken you up and then you like go, come onto your partner Oh, yeah, after. yeah, I've definitely had that. That's a, that's been some of my best sexual experiences, that. Yeah. Where, where you've woken up all horny and then you've gone, cool. You won't find it awkward, but I will. What do you know about wet dreams? Have you ever had a wet dream? Yeah. See, I honestly, again, I think people will think I'm lying a lot when I say stuff about myself. But this is true. I've never had one. Well, you, we, we've mentioned this before and you've said that you haven't had one. Oh, have we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. But at least I'm consistent. It was very brief. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Well, it's like one of those things. It's a rite of passage for, for kids turning into teenagers, isn't it? Most people have wet dreams. There are people that don't, but I I don't really recall mine. I just seem to recall waking up and I was in a pool of, um, you know, jism, as it were. I was 11 mm. at the time. And <laughs> my mum had woken me up as well. So I'd come in and I was laying in a pool of jizz. And I was like, mum, I think I've wet myself. She had a look. She went, oh, no, mate. love, that's something else. It's all right. <laughs> Ooh, your mum's very understanding. I think my parents would have been very annoyed with me if I'd done that. How can you be annoyed? You can't control Especially the no, first wet dream. My parents are ashamed of me anyway, so oh. whatever to have a go at me, they would have gone for it. Oh, anyway, but yeah, the good news is I'm just on medical news today, and so, lots of people never have them, so I, there's nothing wrong with me. No. I mean, there is stuff wrong with me, but not, not this. Well, no, but, you know. But there's nothing wrong if you do have them, guys. I'm not trying to shame you. If you're having them, <laughs> that's awesome. I don't, I'm no, but I was, if, you never know who's listening to this, and I wouldn't want them to feel like I was judging them. Uh, well, t as I've said, we're this far in now that we've probably offended all the people that we're going to offend over the you episodes have. that we've done. Shut up! You've been just as bad. Them. I don't think surely. I have. Uh, just uh, as bad. Well, yeah. I don't think I have been as bad as you, but yeah. Yeah. I, I've never had one since, though. Wet dreams. I have, like, sex dreams. And I have, yeah. I've, I've finished myself off. But no, I've never, I've never actually done it without, you know, actually being conscious of it. Yeah, but so it doesn't. It's not like having an orgasm, or is it an orgasm? I think it is an orgasm, basically. A wet dream is an orgasm. You just come. But you don't. Yeah, but you don't like go. Uh, uh, I would assume. Again, I don't know for certain, but I would assume that wet dreams are for people that don't clear themselves out often. That's what I would assume. Like it's a way of Maybe, getting I rid of know. the um, jism without actually having to do the act if you don't do it. Um, that would explain why I didn't have them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the weird thing for me is that I I did masturbate when, even before I had my wet dream. So maybe I just have a lot of spunk to mm. release, you know? Maybe. Yeah. And I don't. Maybe I have a low amount. Uh well, we'll find out when you start trying for a kid. Okay. Or maybe you can That's get important. your girlfriend to sample and tell you how many she can feel wriggling around on her tongue. You're disgusting. Yeah, I know. That was filth, wasn't it? That was really horrible. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Was there a point to you um, asking about wet dreams? No, I just suddenly thought of it. Well, I was kind yeah. of talking about it a bit in this website I'm looking at. I was just interested because I, uh, as I said, I, I, I've never experienced it. No, but I, I think girls can experience wet dreams as well. Yeah, they can. Yeah. 
It's just not as um, messy, so. probably. Hmm. It's probably just like um, you know, like creamy knickers, you know, not like a pool as such. Just a bit of leakage, you know, like if you hmm. if you're eating a burger and the mayo drips out, it comes oh, off of the lettuce. God. Just imagery, isn't it? Really, we like imagery <laughs> here on this imagery. show. <laughs> Well, it's, a, it's an audio platform, so the more you can do for them at home, the better. But exactly. I don't think people are going to be happy with you again. Uh, well, you know, they'll be listening still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As I said, at this point, we must have built our fan base. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we haven't, it's going to be embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> it's still just me and you listening to this. Okay, I want to move on to the sciencey side of it soon, just because I'm getting fed up with the nonsense side. Yeah, well, I um, don't like the fucking sciencey sides. Yeah, but the, so do you want to ask me if there's anything else you'd like to know about? Um, what well, was there any more greens? examples? Because you said you were going to quiz me on what I thought it was. But all you, all, so far, yeah, but all you've asked about is water. Well, yeah, but then we got distracted. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, okay, well, I'll carry on then. Falling. I mean, as I said, there's a hundred of them. What about if I just... What about if I just... Falling. Throw, yeah, falling. That's one of those ones, falling. isn't it? And, yep. and, and You will have to give me a, a little bit of time because I just need to scan through and find it. But if you could yeah. fill for a bit, yeah, I will. that'd be good. Actually, you tell me what you think it's going to be whilst I try and find it. All right, so falling, yeah? One of those oh, things... Oh, also, just going back to it, but burglars in your home is a different one to being chased, so I can tell you that one as well if you want. Yeah, you can do. Um, so falling... Can you tell me what you think falling means, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start again now, just for the purposes of our editing. Falling is like where you fall from a great height and if you don't wake up before you hit the ground you're dead which is a bunch of bullshit or yeah, i think people know what falling is i mean we, we want to know what you think that means in a dream oh i got you right um falling pff, i don't know um again comes back to worries doesn't it yeah your wor- money troubles <laughs> there'll be something like oh you're worried about oh, your pet dying tro- yeah all money troubles yeah um it's actually very similar to chasing. See, yeah. that's the other thing. It's all just it's all the same thing. Uh, we're about blah, 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 blah. falling dreams are super common among people of all ages. This is because much like being attacked or injured, we're wired to avoid these dangers. It's said that we sometimes dream about really bad things just so that your brain is used to experience is used to the experience and can deal with that much easier if it actually happened. Mm, we dream about know. being attacked or chased. The theory says so. That if we ever are attacked, it wouldn't be the most insane, unusual thing ever because our brains have already tested the situation in a dream and sort of knows the basics. Falling is sort of like that, except there's not much you can do if you're falling. Falling dreams usually mean that you're not in control of what's going on and you're lacking leadership in your life. Pay attention to this. If you're always having dreams about falling, as it can mean you're feeling hopeless or even depressed. See, it loses me at the end because I'm like, it comes up with really good stuff, which is basically stuff I believe and can understand, which is it's preparing you for real world events. And then it just suddenly goes all bollocks and says, oh, yeah, you might be feeling hopeless and depressed. It's a weird website. That's what I'd understand about the dream interpretations books. That's what they usually tell you. It's usually not linked to it or anything like that. It's usually just like they'll tell you, oh, well, you're probably sad about your dog or have you got a nan? Yeah, you should probably be concerned about her as well. Uh, what about rape dreams? No, uh, is that in there? I don't. Think I'm so. just thinking of things that are really inappropriate that wouldn't be on the website. Or... I think that will go under being attacked. Oh, uh, I suppose it would, wouldn't it? What about what about if you do die in a dream? Does it actually say that? You can't die in a dream. I don't think. I think you wake up if you die in a dream. Uh, but oh, hang on, no. I'm just going to quickly jump back to burglars. That's a bunch uh, of bullshit. Wait, if you die in a dream, you don't die in real life. I didn't say that. I said you wake up. Oh, I got because you. it's still your sentient mind. Because <laughs> normally if you die in a dream, you suddenly wake up as a startle. Because it's like, it's, you're so scared. Because I definitely have had that where, I, where I've been falling or someone attacks me. And the moment you're about to die, you do wake up. But let me just do the burglars in your home first. Mm. Considering you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Uh, the, the idea of someone strange rummaging around downstairs in the middle of the night is oh, scary. Misses? It's been drilled into <laughs> It's been drilled into us that it's terrifying... And so our brains sometimes play tricks on us to make us dream about it. Again, I believe this. This website is really odd because that's the bit I buy, which is just your brain is interpreting things that it's seen. But then it also is, it can mean the same sort of thing as the dream about hiding from something. And it just means you're feeling insecure about something. Yeah. Which again, I just think bollocks. Well, you know. Because I think if there was something you were feeling insecure about, you'd dream about that. So say if you were worried about uh, coming out 
let's say. So say you're a, a, a homosexual person, you want to come out to your family as gay, and you're really worried about how they're going to react. I think you'd have dreams about them negatively responding to you, not about people breaking into your house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that you... you Again, this is why the dream thing for me, like, it's an unconscious thing. It's not something that you can control unless you're lucid dreaming, inverted commas. Um, and it's sometimes it will put you in weird situations. And I suppose what that's what, you know, the interpretations are. There are the interpretations of the weird things you dream about and how that links to your real life in it. Mm. So sometimes yeah. you might not necessarily think about coming out to your, your mum and dad, but you might be thinking about a lion that is tearing off um, a female's face. And that's, <laughs> that's linked to it somehow, you know? And you're witnessing it, and it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I could be a philosopher. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you just have to make I've up more shit. Bull- yeah. jumping around a lot in this podcast so death or dying mm. what do you think that means if you dream about dying I, I do remember this one dream where i genuinely thought i was dying and i felt my life fade away before i woke up that was really strange mm. um but i i would assume that death is ugh, i don't know you're worried about a family member oh it's always worrying it's, isn't it so it's always, yeah. i'm worried about this worried yeah. about that. I hate or abandoned really hate it abandonment i'm just gonna throw abandonment in there as the as the answer i'm giving okay basically uh yeah pretty much everyone dreams about dying which i completely believe because it's a a huge thing that everyone either thinks about a lot or tries really hard not to think about Mm -hmm. death dreams are fairly personal like most dreams and so you can't really put a label on what death dreams mean what you can say is that they're rarely good it's almost always considered bad or negative to die unless you get into higher levels of thinking where you realise that death is merely the next stage of life. On a simpler level, though, a dream about death can actually just mean we're accepting that you're changing into someone else. Oh, when yeah. When we change, it's said that we die a small death, meaning yeah. a part of who we were dies and makes way yeah. for the person we're becoming. Yeah. In a way, we're all dying every day in small ways, as well as being born in small ways. This just means you're changing and your brain and body are trying to make sense of it and sometimes that just appears in the form of dreaming about dying. It's not the most fun dream to have, but it can be positive if it's linked to a positive change in your life. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, that one's not a bad explanation. I I seem to recall I did look that particular subject up and it was to do with change. So that that rings true to me because I've read it once. Yeah, but I don't believe that it's... If you've read it, therefore it's gospel. (laughs) Especially if it's on the internet. Yeah, um. especially with that Bobo doll. That's true. Oh, God, yeah. Again, we need to not do anything that's, like, Current. time-sensitive. <laughs> by the time they listen to this, they're going to be like, oh, God, that was, like, a year ago. Yeah, but it was a year ago before it actually came out and got, like, popular, because it happened last year. Mm. But anyway. Yeah. But no, I don't believe that it's do with change. Again, I think it's just if you're worried about dying. But I can't keep saying that about everything. Hmm. Well, uh, well, I'm going to bore you now. I'm moving on to the science side. It's fair enough. We got half of that, so where, that's good. Where you learn, you will learn. Mm, um, I love to learn. It's right up there with um, exercise. My two favourite fucking things in life. Exercising and learning. Okay. Uh, basically, I'm going to break it down for you mm. into little bite-sized chunks, because I know that's how you prefer your information. <laughs> it's like a child. Well, well yeah. what we're going to do, Jamie, is we're just going to teach her a little bit at a time, and that's not very scary, is it? If you'll just take no. little pieces at one time, you're going to learn the big picture eventually. Mm. Well, please do continue, James. I'm very excited. Okay. Why do you think, like, on, so on the serious side of it now, why do you think we dream? So 
So this is now done from scientific studies that have proven why these things happen. It's not the bullshit, oh, it's linking this to that, and you're dreaming about this because a dog licked your face when you were five and you enjoyed it in a sexual way. Yeah. Why do you think we actually dream? Yeah. I like that you threw up another sex thing, so it could, you're like, it would That's what everything's about, isn't it? Sex is about everything. Yeah. Um, I like that you also said, seriously, it's not... (laughs) It's not really what we do, but that's fine. Um, scientifically, dreams are a way of your brain to process what's happened during the day. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. See, I'm so, a clever little sausage. <laughs> I yeah, know no, things. I've always said that. Yeah. So, uh, Laurie Lauenberger, author of Dream On oh. It, Unlock Your Dreams, Change Your Life. Go on, what's that And name the again? founder of the website, What Your Dreams Mean. Uh, dreaming is a thinking process and is actually a continuation of your thoughts from the day. That stream of consciousness, the inner chatter that runs through our heads all day long, doesn't stop once we've fallen asleep. That's basically it. It's just you're still thinking about stuff and it's your brain chucking things out in weird and wonderful ways. Go on, what's her name again? Laurie Lauenberg. For... And the book she wrote is Dream on It. God, it's making me look at it. that. Why? Because it's Laurie Lauenberger. Why does that make you hungry? Oh, Berg. No, not Burger. Burger. <laughs> anyway, carry on. <laughs> anyway, so while you sleep, the part of your brain responsible for linear thinking and logic becomes dormant, and that the area that controls emotion becomes more active. It's not boring. I've barely said anything scientific this episode, and we're more than half an hour in. People generally dream off and on about every 90 minutes throughout the night, as the words, thoughts, and feelings from the day are processed through the different parts of your brain. You experience images, symbols, emotions, and metaphors through dreams whilst asleep. Yeah. So, yeah. That's really you. what dreams are. They're just a process of thoughts and feelings and emotions, which I completely believe. You okay with that? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I mean, that's why I have so many sex dreams, because that's basically 70% of what I think about, probably. Okay. So what do you think a nightmare is? What would you say is a nightmare? Well, it's the same thing, but you're just worried about something, probably. That's all you say. It's just a dream where you're worrying. Um. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's more a, a nightmare is probably um, lingering worries that you've had during the day. But again, you're a little bit more onto it in that it isn't necessarily a scary thing. It doesn't necessarily mm. have to be like you know something from a horror film. No, nightmares pack a much stronger emotional impact than mere bad dreams, according to a 2014 study published in the journal Sleep. But I should just quickly say I'm referencing a website called everydayhealth.com. It isn't necessarily fear that turns a dream into a nightmare. Fear isn't even present in a third of nightmares. The study found that sadness, guilt, confusion and disgust are some of the emotions that lingered after study participants were jolted awake by nightmares. Mm -hmm. Bad dreams may be unpleasant, but they don't typically result in a sudden awakening. So the feelings they engender don't linger as long. So basically a nightmare is something that wakes you up. Yeah, do you know, actually, before we had our son, um, this was probably a couple of months before, and this is this is very uncharacteristic of me, so strap in, kids. Um, before we had our son a couple of months before, I'd actually had a nightmare, inverted commas, where mm-hmm. we lost our unborn child, and oh I, God, that's horrible. I woke up crying, and I couldn't stop myself, and mm. my wife was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I just, I couldn't even speak to her. I was just crying. And eventually I said, oh, uh, it's because we'd lost our son. And she was like, oh, that's sweet. But you know why that's happened, don't you? It's because you're you're already worried and you care about your child being born. So I'm on board with that. I think that's that's true. It does link, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, good, yeah. right. That's a nightmare. Because <clears throat> I, I, um, I went off on a tangent and I thought, oh, wait, does that actually link to what we were talking about? Yeah. Um, so I've now got a weird thing, though, which is a nightmare I've had. So there are two nightmares which I had which were very similar. The first one I remember more clearly because it was more recently, but it was in the time when I was staying up at my grandfather's. And I had a dream that a... And by the way, this is the main reason why I hate dreams. And I hate people telling me about their dreams because they matter so much to you. But to the rest of the world, it's just nonsense. Mm. It's just dribbling nonsense. Anyway, but in this dream, there was this little man who um, I don't quite know how to, how to explain what he looked like. But if you kind of did a scribble drawing of a little man with a big head. So he you know, didn't have well-defined outlines. He was a bit of a weird little creature. 
and he was living in the cupboard and the cupboard in my room lent into went into the attic so it was a bit of a creepy thing anyway but i dreamt that he like came out of this cupboard and i couldn't really see him because it was dark and he was this weird little stick drawn scratchy figure and he kept like trying to stab me but the reason this links to the other one and it's slightly annoying me now because i can't remember the name but he said oh mrs i can't remember what the name of this woman is sent me and not long before that dream I'd had another dream about a woman pinning me down and strangling me, which apparently, again, is a very common dream. And if you have sleep paralysis, um, you dream that someone's strangling you or holding you down. Anyway, the weird thing about it was, though, I can't remember her name right now. And hopefully if we ever get listeners, they may do the research and find out who it was. But it was a woman and her name was a film from uh, the 1940s, 30s. It was an old film. And I Googled her name one day just out of curiosity. And I, I found this poster of her and it looked exactly like her. And she wasn't a scary woman, by the way. She was actually quite a pretty woman. But um, she pinned me down and was strangling me. And as she did, she turned into this kind of like old zombie woman. But it was really weird because I've never heard of this film before. I've never seen the poster. I've never seen the film. Um, but it looked exactly like the woman that was in my dream. Hmm. Which is weird, but I think that's just coincidence. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe you con- you don't remember seeing it, but you might have seen it when you were a small child person. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But yeah. I wish I could remember her- the name. But it was definitely Mrs. Something. Doubtfire. No. No, it was old film. Bergen Floggen. Uh, no. Schiftenschnau. No, stop, stop guessing. All right. But anyway, yeah. Where were we? I'm confused. <laughs> You're talking about nightmares. Oh, I was telling you about the science, the science of sleeps. Yes. The science of sleeps. The science of dreams. Have you seen the, the film The Science of Sleep? Um, no. I don't really watch films, no. James. No. It's okay. A, it's a lot of time Here's and a good one. Here's a good thing. Here's an interesting thing. Mm. Men and women dream differently. How about that? Yeah. Well, again, that is that's pretty much a given, isn't it? Because we are different. Uh, we are different, but not hugely different. Mm. As you said before, I'm more like a woman. Yeah, I know, but the thought processes are different between men and women. Hmm. And that's about, that's definitely um, more abundant as you get older, I yeah. would say. Cause, um, I guess as you get more into who you are. Yeah. Um, so dreams of men are more like... Well, what do you think? What do you think men are more likely to dream about? It's not sex. Oh. And what do you think women are more likely to dream about? Again, they... not sex. Are women more likely to dream about sex then? No, neither, neither of them are more likely to dream about sex. Oh, fine. All right, then. Um, so what do you think men are more likely to dream about and what do you think women are more likely to dream to dream about uh, what reasoning behind it or the actual dreams themselves the actual dreams the things that they are dreaming about um i don't know uh men are more likely to dream about fucking football and cars <laughs> <laughs> and birds and women are more likely to dream about um puppies and babies and marriage. See, well, I'm so generalising. You're close with the women. You're close oh, okay. with the women. Okay. Uh, blokes so, are more likely to dream about um, being out with their mates. <laughs> no. And going down okay. the pub. So, men are more likely to have themes of natural disasters and war. I would never have While that. women are twice as likely to have dreams that revolve around interpersonal conflict. Right. And this was a study done in 2014 by um, Mrs. Lauenberg. Oh. Love that name. Not Berger. Berg. Why? You're so weird. If it sounds like a beer or it sounds like a food. Oh, it does sound like a beer. That'd be a good name for a nice, like, Czech beer. Yes, Mrs. Lamberg, the freshest beer around. Okay, so she said we gals tend to be our own worst critics. So if we have if we are hard on ourselves and constantly putting ourselves down or rehearsing an interaction we had with someone earlier, this will be expressed in our dreams in the form of an argument with some dream character or even in the form of being harassed or physically harmed. Mm. Doesn't say anything about what men are dreaming about, just wars and natural disasters. Nice. I don't think I've ever dreamt... <laughs> See, I'm obviously a woman because I don't think I've ever dreamt about war or natural disaster, but no. I definitely dream a lot about having fights with people. Yeah, I'm the same. And upsetting people. Yeah. I, I but we're d- very sensitive men. We're very well, sensitive men, Jamie. A sensi, as they, as they are well known throughout Is that the what globe. they're called? Yeah, sensies. Uh, no, I got it off of Scrubs, to be fair. That's what JD calls himself, uh-huh. a sensi. My girlfriend has never seen Scrubs. Is she not? I think nope. she's and missing Scrubs out. I think a it's a very, very I good do, show. I do, yeah. It is, and it gives you a lot of life lessons. Mm. Yes. It is funny, yeah. and it is very um, touching as well. It's the best yeah, kind of TV it. show there is. Yep, it was definitely my, probably my favourite 
show in my teens, mm. I would say. I liked it a lot more than things like... like Everyone else seemed to like Friends. I was much more Scrubs. Ah, uh, see, I liked them both. They... I, I got to, into Scrubs yeah. a bit later on. Friends was my teens. Okay. But anyway, I would say, yeah, I've never dreamt about war. Um, I've I've dreamt about Me and you like shooting would be hopeless a gun, in a though. war. <laughs> I've dreamt At about what? that. I don't Just know. Generally, or no, no, no. Again, it comes back to the whole chasing thing. I'm sure I've tried to fend them off with having a gun, Aww. but it's not necessarily a war. Yeah, but it's a quite generalizing yeah. as well, isn't it? Like I'm. Oh I'm... yeah. Well, it's a, well, it's a study, so it's just telling, saying what they generally found with men and women. Yeah. Well, I was being slightly, um, yeah, I was being slightly bad with my answers, but it turns out to be true. Yeah. Well, because. I mean, it's all bollocks, the men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing. But there is some truth to it that men generally behave one way and women generally behave another. But I... there are always exceptions to the rules. Do you know, I actually read that book. And there is one thing that has stayed with me. I read all of it, by the way. And there's only one bit of information that has stayed with me. And that is that men, you can they're like an elastic band. And you can only pull them so far before they have to ping back because they've gotten too far with their emotions. So they ping back a bit. And then they can um, restart the process again. And I thought that was true. I think men are very uh, aren't as emotionally adept as women are. So if they get too close, they generally have to take a step back. Um, maybe. Yeah. Again, yeah, generally probably true. But I think there would be some women that defy that and some men that defy that. Defile? What, shit on it? N- no, defy. Uh, as in a not yeah, no. idea to that. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Okay. We obviously bored you're not enjoying the science a bit. Why don't you tell me about some weird dreams you've had, if you can remember any? Oh no, I didn't mind the sciencey bits. But Well, there's not a lot more. The other facts I have are that light sleepers remember their dreams better. Yeah. Which doesn't surprise me because obviously your brain's more active, so I won't go into all the mumbo jumbo behind that. Yeah. And if you're having very <laughs> if you're having very bad nightmares, uh it's actually quite easy to treat them through therapy. Um so Ooh. I'd love to have therapy. I wonder what they would actually say. I don't know if I'd be an interesting candidate or not, or whether it'd be like, uh, you're just normal, and I'd be like really disappointed then. I think that's the fear. I don't want to go to a therapist and have them turn around and go, yeah, what you're feeling is quite normal. And I'd be like, fuck off. It doesn't feel normal well, to not- me. Yeah, well, it will be. But but even if it's not normal, they'll say that to make you feel better about the thing. I don't want to make you feel better. I want I want answers, damn it. And I want you to fucking cure me of my head. Yeah, but only, you, only you have the answers. <laughs> That's the thing with therapy. Yeah. They're basically helping you find your answers. If there are any therapists listening and they want to do me for free, hey, I'm up for it. I'll, I'll, I'll even give you my email address. PM me on fucking, what's it call it? instagram or facebook why don't we do a therapy podcast i can learn how to be a therapist and oh therapize you. my fucking god uh, no because i wouldn't want to no 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 no. i don't <laughs> trust you with all my deepest and darkest thoughts and i certainly well, it's not just me it's the podcast it's everyone exactly i certainly wouldn't want to wouldn't want to broadcast <laughs> it to the entire world oh mate that would definitely get us some good ratings though that would that would be interesting because yeah. you said you know boring like everyone else i don't think anybody is truly boring we're all interesting in our own ways no i've i've known some really fucking dull people <laughs> yeah but i bet you there's more going on than you realize <laughs> i really don't think so no. <laughs> <laughs> well you might be surprised no you i really don't no i mean i no i'm just thinking about someone we were speaking about before i shouldn't imagine there's a lot more than what i'm not saying up. anything hey? i'm not saying anything all right i'm cool. not saying anything Cool. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. Even this no. in itself, they might know, and I'll get asked. Yeah, it's, and too, be much like, oh, it's, all, it's too much already, so we'll have to probably <laughs> cut this out. <laughs> uh, yeah. He won't listen to this anyway. I mean, do you have any weird dreams? Mm, I've kind of already told you about some of my weirder ones. Yeah, that's what I think. I've already, I've already said my weirdest dreams. I, I don't really remember any. There's nothing that like properly spring to mind that is... I would say of any interest to anyone. Are your favourite dreams your sex dreams? Um, yeah, I'd say so. Because you get something okay. out of it, didn't you? It's a, it's a different sort of emotion than like, oh, my tooth's fallen out. It's um, yeah, it's a nice feeling. Um, what fucks me off about it though is when you get to a good point and then you wake up and then you can't get it back again, and it gets a real like it's indescribable is what it is. It's what I'd imagine like virtual reality would be if it was put onto sex. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, mine's similar, but it's flying. I love dreams when I can fly. Or, or 
Actually, weirdly, more commonly, I have dreams where I can jump really far. I don't think I've ever had a dream about flying. A lot of people talk oh, to me really? about flying oh, dreams. I don't think I ever yeah, had. Those are the ones where I think I don't... Yeah, I, when I have those, I'd be quite happy not to wake up because it's brilliant. I'm sure we had a conversation before where you said your superpower would be the flight. Well, probably. So that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's not really a lot more you can talk about it, but is day it? But day-to-day-wise, that would be the most useful... No. But day-to-day-wise, that would be the most useful power to have. What, flight? Yeah. Well, somebody could shoot you out of the sky. Well, they could, but why would they? Well, because it's an unidentified flying object, and they would think it's... An... Well, no, I'd let people know. Well, no, not if you're flying. What are you yeah, going to do, shout down? Save... Excuse me, it's me, James, from the podcast. I'm just doing <laughs> some flying. Don't shoot me, please. Well, I, I, would, I wouldn't just... Well, I probably would start with, but I mean just like day-to-day things of like going out places, going to work. The commute would be so much easier and cheaper. It'd save a lot of money if you could fly. Not if everybody else was doing the same thing, though. Then you'd have the it same problem. Su- It'd just be up in the air. It wouldn't be a superpower. Where you could die more often. But why would you die more often? Well, because you'd be like, there wouldn't be any controls up in the air. There wouldn't be any traffic controls. You'd be like flying headfirst into other people and then falling at great um, distances. I don't know. I just yeah, don't okay, think you've, you've not think, thought that wouldn't be, If everyone was doing it, it wouldn't be a superpower. Uh, I suppose. I think a superpower is something that wouldn't everyone you want to use your superpower for good rather than your own selfish gains? Young but what could you do? What what power could what? That's the thing that's good about flying. What can you really do that would help other people? Um, giving other people lifts, <laughs> giving me a piggyback, and then flying. <laughs> yeah, me but off. that wouldn't just. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to be. You wouldn't just be able to fly. You'd have yeah. to be like strong as well. Yeah. You'd, well, I mean, I could I could latch into your bum hole with my willy, couldn't I? That'd be strong. What the fuck? Why? We were doing so well. Because. <laughs> Because that had like connecting lapses. Yeah, oh, and no. we could put a belt round, and whenever I, we jiggle, I'd I'd get something out of that as well. Because I'd be penetrating you in your bum hole. I remember why I didn't want to do this for a while. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to this There Them Their podcast. Um, the music was provided by James Doyle and Jamie Frost. We hope to see you again next time when we should be talking more about things and stuff and such. Alright, bye.